If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. following content is brought to you by Eric Smith, Orange Thunder, and Abigail 13. Welcome to episode 611 of Nintendo Switchcraft. We have got a lot of stuff to talk about, and I'm going to jump right into it. Uh, Let's start off with the upcoming games that are coming out this week. Actually, no. Before I do that, I have to say I'm sorry. I have to apologize to everybody. There was only one episode of Nintendo Switchcraft last week. Things just didn't work out in Switchcraft's favor, and by the time, um, by the time it, it, I had time to sit down and record an episode, I was like, we're really close to Monday, and I didn't want to have the two episodes like right on top of each other, so I decided to just shelve it. Um, so I apologize for that. Let's talk about the upcoming games to the Nintendo Switch. We're also going to talk about uh, the ridiculous sales that nintendo uh has done for the nintendo switch we've got the game awards what what games did or what what awards did nintendo win uh with the game awards we've got some some backlash from the nintendo community about uh about music uh and of course we've got the brand new character for smash brothers so if all of that sounds interesting to you if you want to know more about that stuff then stick around Let's get started with Nintendo Switchcraft episode 611. All right, so first off, we've got a whole bunch of games. I think this is a thing that I'm going to do on the Monday episodes is I'm going to talk about the games that are coming out between now and the next Monday that we know about. Um, so I'm not going to list every single one. If you want to see every single game that's coming out between now and next Monday for the Nintendo Switch, check out the show notes. Uh, all of that stuff is there. But there are a couple of things that I found interesting to me. Uh, so Unto the End, I've heard really good things about that game. It comes out on December 17th. Uh, and then the, here's one that I didn't even know was on the way. Uh, that's called Collection of Saga Final Fantasy Legend, which looks very interesting. It's, of course, from Square Enix. It's an RPG. It's coming to the Nintendo Switch on which day was that? That was December 15th. So uh, if you are interested in either of those games, those are the dates that they're coming out. Not a whole lot this week that is super interesting as far as upcoming games. Of course, I'm completely still uh, sucked into playing 
uh, Hyrule Warriors. I've been having so much fun with that. I'm on Chapter 5. Don't worry. No spoilers here. Uh, I'm on Chapter 5. I'm having a blast with that game. I know that there's members of my community. Uh, they said, one of the people in our community Discord, link in the description down below if you're watching this on the YouTube uh, channel, um, they said, how did they phrase it? They said, I'm starting to get, I was starting to get bored of Hyrule Warriors, but then it took a, a turn and now I'm way more interested or it's got me hooked or something they said to that effect. And then the next thing that they posted in that channel was that they rolled credits. So uh, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing whatever it is that uh, that that they have seen in that game. For me, I feel like the story has been very, very slow in plotting. But that might be because I'm spending all of my time doing every single side quest, every single challenge, except for the Divine Beast stuff. So I'm kind of artificially slowing myself down in that game, like, for instance, the average level of my characters is in the 40s. Link is level 50, and most of the um, like challenges and stuff that I have to do, like it has a recommended level of, I think, like 30 or something like that. So I'm like way out-leveled everything, but that's because I just find... I, I'm just enjoying going through and doing each thing. I... Um, like I'll have a quest and it'll be like, you need, you need these items. So I'll go and I'll hunt for those items and then turn in that quest. It's there's so much content in that game. And I know that I'm only probably around 20 hours in I I'm, I'm a slow game player, but I'm having a lot of fun with Hyrule warriors. Uh, so I don't really care that there's not a lot of upcoming games that are really speaking to me at this point. Um, although one of those games that is coming out on December 15th is snakes on a plane. I didn't even know that was a thing. All right, let's move on and talk about Nintendo switch sales. Um, according to the NPD group, which tracks video game sales, uh, the combined sales of both the Nintendo switch and the Nintendo switch Lite systems hit over 1.35 million units in the U S in the month of November. Let me make sure that I explain this. This is not like the combined sales for the year, and it just happened to be, oh, in November they hit that. This is for November. They hit 1.35 million units sold for one month. That is really, really impressive. Uh, said They continue to say, uh, this is from Nintendo PR, with these strong sales numbers, Nintendo Switch achieved another milestone milestone as the best selling video game console for the US for a record breaking 24 consecutive months now you know i i don't blame nintendo for being happy about it i don't blame nintendo for bragging about it just a little bit but keep in mind that you're talking about um the the last 24 months when everybody has been talking nonstop about the next xbox and the next PS5, these systems are, the, the old ones were a little long in the tooth. People have been waiting. And Nintendo doesn't have a new system yet. Maybe we'll talk about that. Um, Nintendo doesn't have a new system yet. So the idea that it's selling like crazy because it has no successor and uh, the other systems, pretty much if you wanted an Xbox or if you wanted a PlayStation last gen, you probably already have them. 
So, of course, Nintendo Switch is going to be the best-selling console for 24 months straight. Now, will that continue? I don't know. The thing is, is that Nintendo has had time to figure out their manufacturing process and their supply chain and get everything in order to get these systems in stores so that people can buy them. Whereas the, uh, you know, Sony and Microsoft, they, they still have not yet figured out how to get those devices into people's hands. Like I, I know that for instance, we, we would like to be able to get a PS five for my son for Christmas because that's what he wants. We can't find them anywhere. I've sat in line at uh, Sony's website multiple times only to come up short every single time. They're just impossible to find. They manufactured very few of these things. And, um, you know, the kind of the same thing with Microsoft. They're just impossible to find at this point for multiple reasons. A, they manufactured few of them. B, scalpers are buying them up and then reselling them at ridiculously high prices. So will Sony and Microsoft be able to get their supply chain figured out in order to fulfill the demand for these new consoles. And if they do, will that then eclipse the Nintendo Switch? You know, the Switch has a couple things going for it. You can pick up a Nintendo Switch for 200 bucks. That's much cheaper than the other two. However, you can also get an Xbox Series S, which has pretty much this, well, it can play all of the Series X games just at lower resolutions or lower frame rates. Um, but you can pick up one of those things for, I think it was 300 or was it 400? I can't remember. Somebody in the live chat hopefully knows the price of an Xbox Series S. I've forgotten. I didn't plan on talking about it at this point, so uh, I have forgotten. Uh, by the way, speaking of live chat, if you want to watch the show live, join us over at nerdnest.tv uh, on uh, Mondays at 3 p.m. Uh, Alonso... Anaya, Anaya in chat. Thank you very much, Alonzo. He says $300 for the Xbox Series S. So, I mean, woof, that's a tough call. Do you want to pick up a Nintendo Switch for $300 or an Xbox Series S for $300? That's a pretty tough call. My money, for me, if you don't have one, is on Nintendo Switch. Why? Because Nintendo makes the best games. Anyway, well done, Nintendo uh, for uh, hitting 1.35 million sales in the month of November. Uh, that is really, really impressive. Let's move on and talk about the Game Awards. Um, so Ninten this is also from Nintendo PR. Uh, during the Game Awards, Animal Crossing New Horizons took home the award for Best Family Game, several games from Nintendo's development and publishing partners that are available to play on Nintendo Switch also won awards, including Hades for Best Action Game and Best Indie Game and Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate for Best Fighting Game. I feel like... I tweeted this out, Run Jump Stomp on Twitter. I feel like Nintendo got robbed. I feel like they got robbed. And you know what? You don't have to agree with me. This is coming from somebody who has not played The Last of Us 2. Animal Crossing... I think of all of the games that were nominated for Game of the Year for the Game Awards, I feel like of all of those games, the game that exemplified, the game that personified 
2020 was Animal Crossing. And now I know that Animal Crossing isn't what people tend to look at when it comes to game of the year. And so The Last of Us 2 ended up winning. And I I don't I don't, you know, I don't begrudge The Last of Us 2 for winning. I haven't played The Last of Us 2. I haven't played The Last of Us 1. I'm sure that they worked really hard and I've heard nothing but good thing, well, that's not true. I've heard mostly good things about that game. I just feel like Animal Crossing, and I'm not salty about it, but I just feel like Animal Crossing New Horizons is the the game of 2020. And in my opinion, there's no way anything else should have come anywhere even close to winning game of 2020 when it comes to Animal Crossing. It was just in the perfect spot. But hey, you know what? Not everybody agrees with me, and that's okay. That's why we have the internet, is so that we can uh, furiously disagree with each other about things that at the end of the day don't really matter. All right, people are salty about this. And you know what? I don't blame them for being salty about this. Nintendo, okay, well, Nintendo UK didn't do anything wrong. Um, but they they tweeted something out and people kind of got irritated. All right, I'm just going to give you the tweet. Here's what here's what Nintendo UK tweeted out. They said, "What's your favorite piece of music from the Legend of Zelda series?" a very good question and for me it has to be um gerudo desert uh and not the original version but the uh, it's from ocarina of time but my favorite version of gerudo desert is the version by tom winter he does it on acoustic guitar it's beautiful what a wonderful song he absolutely nails it if you haven't looked for him on YouTube, do yourself a favor. Look for Tom Winter, Gerudo Desert. You're going to like that song if you are a fan of Nintendo's music. And um, I feel like this... I mean, this is an old tweet. It's from August 2019. But people are kind of bringing it back. And they're really irritated with the fact that there's so much music out there that we can't listen to. And Nintendo's recently been going through and um, copyright striking people on YouTube. Now, it's 100% within Nintendo's rights to do this. I fully support their decision to do this, to go onto somebody's website or, or onto YouTube and say, you know what, you're playing our music, and you're making money off of it and you're not doing anything to it like it's different when people are playing a game and the music happens to be in the background totally don't think nintendo should go after people for that and they don't they used to but they don't but now they're like there's all of these youtube channels that are just playing nintendo's music so that people can listen to it now why would somebody do that and why would they make money from it well they would make money because there isn't another way to listen to 
this Nintendo music. You can't find the original soundtracks for most Nintendo music anywhere. You can't find it on Apple. You can't find it on Spotify. You can't find it on YouTube music. I'm sure that there's other services that people use, and you just can't find that music anywhere. If you want to listen to some Nintendo music, you can buy Super Smash Brothers, and you can put the cartridges and cartridge into your Switch and then put it in MP3 mode and hook your headphones up to it and listen that way. But God, who in the hell would want to do that? Not this guy. So what's the solution? Well, there's a couple of solutions. A, Nintendo could put their music on music streaming services like Spotify and Apple Music and YouTube Music, and they could make money from them. Every time, like, every time that you listen to a song on, we'll say, Spotify, that that person who uploaded that song, if as long as they're the content owner, they make a little bit of money. It's like a fraction of a penny or something. But that all adds up over time. And Nintendo doesn't have their stuff there. Now, maybe they want to have complete control. They have an option for that. It's called the Nintendo Switch Online app. And my recommendation to Nintendo is if they are going to um, make sure that people can't use, um, you know, YouTube in order to play this music is they have this app, this app, which serves almost no purpose. They could just put another icon on here, call it music, and you could tap on it and listen to all of Nintendo's music if you are a subscriber to Nintendo Switch Online. That right there is the solution. So it's it's weird that everybody is resurrecting this dead tweet from Nintendo UK from August 15th, 2019. But a lot of people are replying uh, with these... Um, with these video unavailable, video unavailable, video unavailable, because Nintendo is taking down the only place for people to listen to this music. Now, again, I just want to be perfectly clear. I think it's completely okay that Nintendo is taking down these videos, but what's not okay is that they're doing it, and they're also not giving people another way to listen to that music. That's really the core of the problem here. And it it really kind of bugs me that they are so backwards on this. Does it surprise me? Absolutely not. Nintendo is so slow to uh, make changes like this for the good of the consumer. They're incredibly slow about that. So I think probably by um, 2017 or something, they might have... Uh, uploaded Nintendo's uh, soundtracks to Spotify, but at that at that point, Spotify will have gone out of business, and some other company will be doing all the music, and everybody will be like, "Well, I wanted to listen to it on, I don't know, Whizbang, and it's not on there, so I'm going to go back to YouTube, and Nintendo's going to still be taking down stuff. It's just ridiculous. Nintendo, pull your heads out of your plumber's pants." If you could, please, and upload your music to Spotify, uh, Amazon, Apple Music, 
or just use your own app and push more people to the subscription that you already have. There's your solution. Well, if you watched the Game Awards, then you saw Mario get stabbed through the heart. Actually, you didn't. But you thought you did for a split second uh, because they unveiled the latest Super Smash Brothers character, uh, the latest uh, DLC character, in a new trailer that debuted at the Game Awards. Nintendo announced that Sephiroth... I always said Sephiroth. Is it Sephiroth or Sephiroth? I don't know. And I should know because I played Final Fantasy VII Remake, but I don't remember. Uh, the iconic villain from Final Fantasy series is joining Super Smash Bros. Ultimate game as a playable fighter this month. This month? That's pretty pretty cool. Sephiroth is part of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Fighters Pass Volume 2 DLC, which also included DLC fighters Min Min from ARMS, Steve and Alex from Minecraft, along with... Three yet-to-be-named fighters. So we've got three more fighters in Fighters Pack Volume 2 that are coming. Sephiroth joins Cloud as the second character from the Final Fantasy series, available as a playable fighter in Smash Ultimate. More information about Sephiroth will be revealed in a special video dedicated to Sephiroth, which comes out on December 17th. That's in three days at 2 p.m. Pacific time. All right, so... Um, what do you guys think about Sephiroth coming to Smash Brothers? I did not predict it, and I don't know why I didn't predict it. I mean, we already had one character from uh, Final Fantasy. Why not bring in another character from Final Fantasy? And is is there another character that is that is as iconic to the Final Fantasy series as Cloud? I think the only character that compares has to be Sephiroth. I mean, let's look, you've all played online games, right? And when you've played online games, you've seen a whole bunch of people whose names are Sephiroth. XXX, Sephiroth XXX, Sephiroth 17, Sephiroth Killer, Sephiroth whatever. Like, he is a very, very popular character and absolutely should be included in Smash. Now, we don't really know how he's going to play. We'll find out on the 17th when Mr. Uh, Masahiro Sakurai uh, shows off what he plays like. But I think it's really cool. And that part at the beginning where I told you where it looked like he stabbed Mario through the heart, it was really cool. It was just a silhouette. It looked like he used his sword to stab Mario through the heart. But instead, um, like he was holding Mario up by his overall strap, which I thought was very clever. I always love their their um, reveals. I would say that this reveal was a little less interesting just to watch than the other ones because they showed who it was so quickly. I remember when we got to see some of the other characters and they did a couple of really good fake outs for us. So uh, a, a real good example was when I think it was, oh, I can't even remember now. There was a couple of times where you thought, oh my God, it's that character. And then it turns out to be somebody else. I think there was one where we thought it was Banjo-Kazooie and it turned out to be 
a different character. Oh, it was King K. Rule. It turned out to be King K. Rule. And then, of course, Banjo-Kazooie came later. Um, this one, they didn't do that. Like, when they unveiled the, the dude from the fighting game... The dude from the fighting game. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. What's his name? He wears a, a baseball cap and jeans and... Uh, I can't remember his name. Somebody from chat will remember, I'm sure. But when they unveiled him, like they had the envelope and everybody's trying to grab the envelope and nobody could grab the envelope until it finally landed in his hand. With Sephiroth, like the the, the envelope was in his hand in like, I don't know, five seconds. Like it was bam. We immediately knew who it was. And it was just kind of, I don't know, not as interesting because of that. But I do think that the character is a good character to have in this game. And I'm very interested to see how he plays. Now, the question that I ask myself, am I going to get the Fighter's Pass Volume 2? I'm still not really sold on it. Like, so far, they haven't put anybody in that says... Yeah, I'm going to play that person instead of Pac-Man. Because that's who I play as. I play as Pac-Man in Smash. I love how weird he is. Um, oh, Owen in chat says uh, the, the character that I was thinking of was Terry Bogard. Thank you very much. I couldn't remember. Um, I always play as Pac-Man. And am I going to play as Terry Bogard? No, I'm going to play as Pac-Man. Am I going to play as Mei Mei? No, I'm going to play as Pac-Man. So they still haven't added in a character that I feel like is going to pull me away from Pac-Man, who's my main in Smash. So what I think will end up happening is they have three more chances. They've got three more chances to convince me to pick up Fighters, pa Fighters Pass Volume 2. Of Fighters Pass Volume 2, which so far is your favorite character and... Which characters do you want added to Fighters Pass Volume 2? There's three more slots. If you're watching this on YouTube, let me know in the comment section down below. Also at the Game Awards, we did get to see Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection. Now, Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection, when when I when when I heard the music, I was like, "Oh man, I'm excited for this." But then when I saw what it looked like, I like the trailer looked really cool, and I was like, "Oh, I really like the art style." But then they filled in like they started out with this cool um, parchment look to it. And if that's what the game looked like, I would have been all in. But then they kind of continued painting in, and it just lost all of the interesting quality to me. Ghosts and Goblins is an old NES game. It's wonderful. It's really, really fantastic. It's hard as hell, and I played hours of it when I was a kid. I would love to revisit it, but I'm just going to revisit the original because the new one, I despise the art style. The art style is, in my opinion, really bad. It looks like, 
I guess I would I would say that it looks like a mobile game, not because mobile games are always bad, but they always have like this aesthetic to them or always. They often have this aesthetic to them and it is not an aesthetic that is interesting to me even a little. So I am not interested in Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection on Nintendo Switch. I am very disappointed with how to how it looks, but guess what? Not every game has to be for me. Here's what Capcom PR has to say about it. They said the legendary platforming series rises again as Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection marks the heroic return of the series, which debuted over 35 years ago, play, paying homage to Ghosts and Goblins and Ghosts and Ghouls. The latest entry combines the franchise's action platforming gameplay with storybook-like graphics, I disagree, and challenging new obstacles. So this is actually not a remake. It's a new game. Which is cool. I just really don't like the art style. But then Capcom came in with a second video, which was much more interesting to me. Here's what uh, PR has to say. Uh, Capcom Arcade Stadium will allow players to bring home the electrifying thrill of an arcade with 32 action-packed classics, which includes a free download of 1943 The Battle of Midway. Awesome game and the original Ghosts and Goblins as standalone add-on. Retro fans can then choose to purchase up to three different arcade packs that highlight the different era of Capcom arcade goodness from the 80s classics like Bionic Commando, one of my favorite games of all time, by the way, and Strider, also awesome, to 90s favorites like Super Street Fighter II Turbo, as if we need yet another way to purchase that game. Players can also purchase the all-in pack containing all three packs of 10 games in addition to the Ghosts and Goblins standalone add-on for a maximum retro nostalgia. This must-have collection will include up to four-player local multiplayer for games that support it. Additionally, each title comes with a variety of options that can be adjusted such as game speed, difficulty, level, display settings, display filters, and various frames to include a variety of 3D rendered arcade cabinets. Each game also comes with a rewind feature, which is very important for games like Ghosts and Goblins because that game is super hard, um, uh, allowing players to jump back in time to save themselves or a friend from any unforeseen dangers. I think that this looks... Whoops, that's the wrong button. I think that this looks really cool. I'm very interested in picking it up. I think that the price doesn't seem too bad. Um, gosh, how much was it again? I've forgotten now. I remember when I saw it, I thought to myself, this price is not too bad. But it's coming with 30 games. I think it's like $20. And I think that that's okay. Oh, they got they got Final Fight in there. I love Final Fight. What a, what a cool... Uh, collection, which, what, if, what, all of these, um, what's the word that I'm thinking of? All of these arcade collections or retro game collections that are out there, which of those are your favorite? Like, I, one of my favorites is the Sega Genesis, uh, combo that you can get. I forget what it's called off the top of my head, but it's really, really good. I'm a big fan of it. And I think this, this Capcom one looks really awesome. Uh, it does not say how much it is in the Capcom PR stuff, but I think it was I think it was twenty bucks. All right, moving on. One last story before I get out of here. Um, just saw this on Amazon. There is this really cool uh, Mario manga 
which is uh, coming out. You can order this for nine bucks, and I think that it looks really, really interesting. Uh, it's called Mario Manga Paperback, and uh, I saw some screenshots of the art, and I think it looks really good. It's by Yukio uh, Sawada, and if you are somebody who likes to read manga, then maybe this will be for you. I like, I really, really like the art style. I would like to watch a Mario cartoon uh, based on this, but but there you go. That's the last thing that I wanted to talk about um, before I hit the mailbag, which is just one tweet from Tim, they said, hey, Bill, according to Spotify, Nintendo Switchcraft was my top podcast of 2020 with 156 episodes, 2,359 minutes. Thank you for your work. And Tim, thank you for listening. That's it for this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Thank you for listening or watching if you're over on our YouTube channel, which again, you can find at nerdnest.tv. I will see you guys next time. Until then, stay awesome. But wait, I almost forgot to list off the producers for this episode. John Eisenmenger, Bowser, Travis McGuire, and The Sean. Thank you, guys. I'm out of here.